Welcome to the Socialista Podcast, a collection of stories from Las Vegas creatives. My name's Brianna, and I'm going to be your guide to the city of Las Vegas, where I will be unveiling the stories of all of our amazing creatives, makers, entrepreneurs, and community changers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Socialista Podcast. I'm bringing this episode from the tiny home of Ferguson's you already know. So I have a really cool guest with me here today. I have Halsey Harkins. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. I know that we've said previously that kind of things kind of fell off before and now we're finally here. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good to be here. It was uh, it was meant meant to be this way. Yeah, so, yeah. Today was the day. <laughs> today, yeah, today was it. It could have been the other day. <laughs> okay, Halsey, I just kind of want to jump right into it. So can you tell me where you grew up? I actually grew up in Vegas. You did? Yeah, I feel like I'm one of the rare few, but my pops works in construction, so we, okay. we moved here in the late 90s, so this has been my home. Wow. 100%, yeah. That's funny, because actually the last, let's see, I've had Shabrio and yeah. um, Ryan Brunty. They're both locals, too. Okay. Like, born and raised in Vegas. Yeah, it seems to be a rare few, and I, I, can't, I can't say I'm born, but yeah, this is my home. I mean, I think I was maybe five or six when I moved here. Oh, okay. And yeah, I've been here my whole life. So, so where did where did you live for those first, like, five years? I was, well, my, my dad worked in construction, so we traveled yeah. a little bit, not yeah. too much. We kind of settled here, but um, Utah is where I was born, and then I have family in California, so we spent a little bit of time there, Okay. and then, you know, construction boom in, like, 97, 98, so we came out here, and this, I think it's the one place my mom told him she didn't want to go, and it's the place they stayed. Isn't that so funny? It's it's odd, yeah. It's um, <laughs> I guess it's like a challenge, you know, to the universe. Tell them that something is what you don't want, and it's gonna happen. Yeah, you know, it's usually how it works exactly. out. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, and they love it, and we love it. So yeah, yeah, it's been good. Do you have any early memories as a child, like when you were moving around between Utah and California, or not really? Very faint. Yeah. Um, Utah, is like I also remember the snow, and California, I remember my grandma and my grandfather. Because um, they live out there, and we lived close to them. So it was a lot of, you know, hanging out with the cousins yeah. and, and all that good stuff. Um, so those are kind of the main memories there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you have any, like, memories of, like, actually moving here? Or very, vaguely? very vaguely. It's yeah. like, I don't have so much memories of it, it but memories yeah. of, like, how I felt or kind of how it felt. Because uh-huh. when we moved here, um, like, the neighborhood was still being built everything happened so quickly here yeah it was like a construction zone so it was really cool being six or seven you know when your house is like you're watching it get built and all these things yeah um so it was just a yeah really cool a cool time I remember the heat too because you know coming (laughs) from California yeah and then like going into the desert when you have nothing uh I had nothing to prepare myself for that especially as a little kid so definitely remember that is uh I have I've only been to LA once, so is California and uh Vegas like extremely different? Or I guess Southern California to Vegas? Yeah, it's pretty different. Like my, my family um is in Orange County area. Okay. So like Laguna Beach, if you go inland maybe fifteen, twenty minutes, they're all in Irvine. Okay. And like the weather there is just amazing. Yeah. You know, it's really kinda nice ocean weather. And so yeah. in that way it's pretty different. Yeah. But yeah. Also I guess different. humidity in that sense too. Humidity, yeah. Like whenever I go out there, because my family's still out there, like my grandma's yeah. still out there and a bunch of cousins, because why would they leave? The weather's amazing. 
Um, and like whenever I go out there, my hair just poofs up, you know, and like my skin feels amazing because it's uh, yeah. moisture. I know. <laughs> Anytime we get like a little bit of rain, like I can feel it instantly. Like Seriously. before it rains, I'm like, well, there's humidity in the air. Yeah, I sense it. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. 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 yeah that's it's definitely, good. that was weird for me too because I lived in Jersey and. Okay. Yeah. I was about 45 minutes from a beach and obviously like the whole like mm. coastline. Yeah. Is beaches, so. Yeah, it's totally different. It's like, yeah. the dry heat's definitely something you gotta get used to. It's rough. Yeah. <laughs> Lotion all day. <laughs> so, yeah. um, what are some memories and, like, things you did as a kid when you moved to Vegas? Uh, moving to Vegas, it was a lot of sports and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, my, my, that was one great thing about Vegas is, like, they have a lot of softball leagues and things like that, and my dad was really careful to sign us up for for something that was the deal you had to do a sport so a lot of long summer days kind of doing softball tournaments and things like that um a lot of hiking going out to red rock with my family um and then as far as schooling i was homeschooled i have a brother and sister so i really we were homeschooled for a period of like four years gotcha and so a lot of memories of just spending that time with my brother and sister and hanging out around the house kind of yeah wreaking havoc (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, obviously, like, I wasn't homeschooled, so I don't know that perspective, Mm -hmm. but I'd love to hear yours. Are are your siblings younger than you, or? I'm the youngest. You're you're the youngest, okay. On, like, both sides of my family, I am the youngest. Oh, really? Yeah. Baby. Yeah, yeah, the the (laughs) ultimate baby. Aw. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, just to give, like, me and listeners some, Mm -hmm. like, introspective, what was homeschooling like with two other siblings? You know, it was really great, um... We got homeschooled through this, this school in Maryland, so it was a pre-existing curriculum. It was called Calvert. And my mom um, had already kind of intended it, and then when we mm-hmm. had some problems within the school system, my brother and I started a bit early. Um, so I think I got taken out in second grade. Of public school? Of public school, yeah. Okay. Second grade of public oh, wow. school. And it was great because you would just – you had what you had to do for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you got it done, you were done. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I've always been kind of like this. Like, I like to get up at 6 or 7 in the morning, and then if you just go hard at your work, you would be done by 10 o'clock, and you would have the whole day to just, Yeah. I mean, do what you wanted to. So for that, it was really great, and then I feel like I got it pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know, because it was organized and because my mom, um, you know, we were lucky she was a stay-at-home mom, so, and she was very present. Like, she took us out consciously, and she kind of made that decision to be there and help us through it. So sure. it was a really cool thing. Yeah. Wow. Fun. What props to your mom? Like, it's right? amazing. She's a badass. Yeah, that's such a badass. Crazy. And, uh, I mean, yeah, dealing with us because I was really stubborn. So, and she was just patient and wouldn't, you know, it was really fun. And yeah. And I got the time with my brother and sister too, which was great. So, that's really cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. So, did you, were you homeschooled up until graduation? No, up until seventh grade. Seventh grade. Because the deal was, um, we went back in in high school, but my sister went back, and so, of course, the two younger siblings were like, we want to be back in Together. public school. Yeah. yeah, which was an awful mistake. Or not an awful mistake, but, you know, going back into public school in seventh grade. Oh, uh, well, when... yeah, thinking of, like, puberty and everything. Exactly. And kids are particularly, like, pretty mean around, like, seventh to yeah. ninth grade, I feel like. No, kids get rough, and especially because my family, it's, like, Dungeons and Dragons and Lord of the Rings, and, like, we all did Taekwondo and all this stuff, and so, like, yeah. I think I wore a dragon jacket my first day back, which was not... 
it didn't go so well for me. You know, yeah, it was a rough transition back into normal social, uh, social life. But, you know, it was great. It was, yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun. So we had seventh grades when I went back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about that transition? It was just, it was surreal. Because, you know, for, for four years, it had been kind of our little thing. Yeah. And then sort of going back in and having to find your place. Because no matter what, you know, your humans are social beings. And yeah. so you're going to try to fit in whatever the cost is. And my brother, he's always been like charming. And so he immediately kind of found his group and I sort of stumbled around a little bit and then ended up being a scene kid, which was we, so great. That's so funny. I feel like yeah. hearing the story, we probably like had similar styles <laughs> around right. that age. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was great. There's probably a lot of photo, photo evidence somewhere. Oh God. I tried Don't to know burn where. that. I can't find it. I'm sure somebody could, but it exists. It's always the school photos. Like, remember this? Right. And then you're like, no, no, please put it away. I've never seen it in my life. Yeah, that's not me. That's that's not me at all. <laughs> but yeah, so it was it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. To say the least. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah. um, I guess going up until graduation, what were your plans? Like, what did you want to do after graduation? Did mm-hmm. you have any like school plans? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I went to um, I went to LVA. So I I've, okay. I've always played piano. That was kind of always a thing and I I went to LVA and so there was always that intention to be a musician or a passion for it. Uh-huh. And when did you start piano? Um, maybe when I was like seven or eight. Oh, so you were okay. Yeah, I, I started really when young. I was a kid. My sister took lessons first and I sort of copied her and then they got m- me lessons as well. And, um, you know, tried out for LVA, got into the classical program. And um, then my junior year, my, my best friend at the time, um, and still a really amazing human being, um, Summer Kadama, her and I really wanted to have a class together. Mm-hmm. She was a bassist and I was a pianist. And so we're like, we're going to do jazz. And then we both tried out, both made it into jazz. Uh-huh. And weren't even in the same band, which was the whole intention in the first place, right? But we both fell in love with it. Like, she's a musician. She's this amazing bassist. um, And, you know, I stuck with it. So it was sort of this weird way that we got on that path. Mm -hmm. Because we really just did it to try to hang out with each other. Gotcha. And then we couldn't even. But, uh, and yeah, so from there it was just... The plan was always just to kind of play music. It wasn't necessarily so thought out. Yeah. But I just knew that I liked that. I was, you know, kind of going to ride it until it became not interesting anymore. Yeah. So So. when you said with your friend, Mm -hmm. um, you want to go into the jazz band. Yeah. Why jazz? Because it was the, it really is silly, but it was the only place where a bassist and a pianist, we knew we could like be together and have have a band together. Yeah. Because I wasn't about to, I mean, I love classical piano and I used to be very obsessed with it, but I was never obsessed enough to be, you know, doing the orchestra, sure, uh, orchestra pieces. And I didn't necessarily want to. And she was wanting to do something new because she'd always been in orchestra. So we're like, yeah. we'll do the jazz band because, you know, that's common ground. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, um, obviously this is something that you stuck with yeah. musically. Mm-hmm. Um, what is... What are some uh, music influences that you had growing up? Growing growing up when I was a little kid, mm-hmm. um, it was a lot of... Uh, my mom would listen to everything. And my dad, too. But uh, a lot of the Beatles, um, Paul Simon, The Cure, things like that. Um, so a lot of kind of rock music. Yeah. 
And then when I sort of got into middle school and started listening to my own things, there was a small, like, Hawthorne Heights phase and, like, stuff like that. Like, when I was awkwardly going back into middle school. But then it would be The Strokes and The Vines, Foo Fighters. I became really obsessed with music like that. Um, And then, you know, in turn, kind of moving into high school and going through OVA was a lot of Ella Fitzgerald and... um, you know, McCoy Tyner, Oscar mm-hmm. Peterson, Bill Evans. Um, so those were sort of, and of course, you know, so many other people too. But those are the main ones that kind of come to mind up until that point. Yeah. Yeah. So when you started, like, when did you actually start performing locally? Locally, um, my own stuff, that only started, I want to two years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. So songwriting... Yeah, songwriting for me didn't really start until after college. Like, I studied music all through college. Okay. Um, and studied jazz. I went to UNLV. Oh, Because oh, I got okay. scholarship yeah. to UNLV, and I studied jazz. And um, I don't want to say, like, my passion... I, I, I lost the passion I had had before. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I still love it and I, and all that, but sort of going out of school... I just was sort of feeling in a total lull and then things happened in my life and I just sort of, I went through a breakup and I just wrote a song. I just felt like I needed to get it out. Yeah. And, you know, once I finally got the courage to show it to people, like it was, people liked it. And so because I had that sort of confidence from the first song and I was dealing with all this other stuff, I just sort of started writing and then from there... Um, started to perform a little bit more. Wow. So what was that push inside yourself that was saying like, okay, you know, this terrible breakup happened and Mm then I want to write a song or I want to write something down at least. What was the push for you to then kind of release that Mm -hmm. or perform it? Well, I I was in a band at the time um, called On the Other Hand and uh, we would just all bring stuff in and so I wrote this song. uh, I wrote this song and brought it in and showed it to the guys and yeah we we all worked on it and and it was a cool thing and then wrote a few more songs for that group and then that group did end up breaking up but there was still a show that I had booked so I couldn't really think of a band name in time I didn't know what to do and so I was like okay just put my name on the poster it was with like Shayna Rain um I don't know if, if it was Shayna Rain and the Gents at that time or but anyways it was a show with Shayna Rain so yeah kind of had to do the show and so just kept on booking them after that yeah yeah what were um I guess especially that first time what were people's reactions to you it was it was really nice yeah it was really positive yeah it was it was really cool because like on a on a personal level I felt good about it and I don't always feel good about things that I do I I tend to be a bit too um quick to judge myself Mm -hmm. yeah and then, so I sort of had that feeling of, like, yeah, I like this. And then it, the guys liked it and were really supportive and fantastic, which I needed at that time. And people, you know, it was a good reaction to the show. Yeah. Good enough to want to do another one, you know. There were no tomatoes thrown, which was a positive. Yeah. Yeah, so it was good. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it really was. So, um, from what you've told me, obviously you've been so... Um, influenced by music and it's mm-hmm. something that you've wanted to kind of take into a career path. Yeah. 
I'm assuming your family was probably, like, pretty, like, supportive of that, or were... Yeah. Okay. No, because my mom, uh, my mom's an artist. Uh, She actually used to work in advertising, visual arts. Oh, cool. Um, She went back in New York for a few years, and then, you know, ended up, you know, wanting to do family, and so she went with that, but... Yeah. So art was always present. Art was always a thing. And then my dad... Yeah. And then my dad um, is also, like, super musical, you Mm -hmm. know, always there's always music there's always things yeah. like that going around and they were always very encouraging yeah, yeah. because I, you know i was able to do it in a feasible way i was able to Definitely. go to unlv and you know i got paid to go to school yeah you know and i um and all these things so i was able to you know do it in a way that worked for me and they were always 100% behind that that's awesome yeah it seems like I mean, obviously, we all have some sort of musical influence in our lives, but I feel like those who have families who are really just, like, experimental with what they listen to are very open to sharing with their kids what they do, even if it's not music, but if it's art, like your mom, Mm -hmm. I feel like you can definitely see that reflected onto the children or, you know. No, 100%. Like, you know, my sister is, is a really fantastic illustrator, and my brother is a drummer, Oh, wow. And so you're all really into yeah, the art field. Oh, 100%. Wow. Um, That's so interesting. So it's just always always been around. And the thing is, too, it's always music at the house. There's always things going on. Yeah. And there's just that love of art and love of creating things and, and you know, finding the interesting in the mundane or whatever it may be. But, yeah, that's always been very present. I love that. Yeah. I don't know... Because I know, obviously, downtown Las Vegas has been building up a lot more in the, like, recent years. it's really cool. Was there anything as a kid your parents would, like, take you to a museum or let's Mm -hmm. go look at, like, street art or something like that? Mostly museums. Museums, yeah. Um, Museums were always really big. um, And, because it was weird, it was, like, museums and then it was sports. And sports was super consuming when I was, like, up until high school. Okay. And that was, you know, my dad's sort of thing is you know softball for me was softball and taekwondo and so it would be museums and whatever playing and shenanigans and then sports yeah and then lva which is very time consuming when you kind of get to that high school really oh yeah yeah because i mean the bus would pick up at five forty-five in the morning what? it was crazy because it was you know from all over the valley and we lived oh, far we lived sure. over by you know red rock over by the mountains okay and so the bus would pick us up at five forty-five. Wow. um up until, you know, my brother bought his car when I was a junior, and then I was able to buy my car my senior year, but, you know, we had to bus it until then. And then you would get back at, like, 4 in the afternoon because the bus packs were worse, you know? Yeah. So, or not worse, but more more time-consuming. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm just mm. thinking, like, getting on a bus at 5.45 in the morning is awful. Yeah. No, that, <laughs> that killed the scene thing really quick because... There's just not enough time There's for not, it. Yeah. yeah, it's like, I'm not going to straighten my hair today. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, so you just sort of find ways to stumble out of bed and, and get there quickly and efficiently. Wow. Get the most sleep possible. Yeah. So, was um, the softball and the taekwondo, did you stop that after, like, getting into high school? Yeah, I tried to keep up with softball. I actually played, um, at the time, I was zoned for Palo. Um, I was zoned for a high school called Palo Verde, mm-hmm. and I played softball the first year, and it just didn't work out. Okay. Um, the environment was, like, just not the healthy, healthiest thing, and then timing-wise, it was torture, yeah. you know? 
And um, Taekwondo, same thing, because I, I was really into that when I was a kid. I mean, we would go mm-hmm. for, because that was our social life, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. being homeschooled. And it just, there wasn't enough time to dedicate to it. Sure. You know, anymore. Especially, like, getting into music. Like, how much time you'd really have to devote to that. Yeah, how much time we would have to devote, and particularly the school, because, you know, with the Taekwondo, I used to go Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we did it a long time, so, you know, we would show up early and teach and then sort of stay late, and Mm -hmm. then you can't miss so much of that. Yeah. It's, It's not something that you can just sort of fake you have to be yeah. present you have to be there working on it it's a craft like anything else so um, it, it, it fell away you know pretty quickly once the decision was made that yeah. the music was more yeah the music had the stronger pull at that time that makes sense yeah, yeah you're gonna mm-hmm. go with what I feel like what your heart is gonna want you exactly know? yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah so um as you start doing more gigs like mm-hmm. in college after college what were some of the places that you were playing at um so I, I got really, uh, really lucky the first, cause I work as a musician too. So yeah. I have my project, which is so amazing and I get to do that. And then work wise, like I started, I think the first show I have, not, I think I know the first show <laughs> I ever sub was Jersey boys. So I got to play Jersey boys when I was 19, which was really enlightening. Um, I I've done Zombie Burlesque, which is this goofy little show at Planet Hollywood. Yeah. I used to sub that all the time. Um, I got to sub Showstoppers when it was at the Win, uh-huh. um, the synth book and the piano book, which was amazing. Um, I, like I've gotten to sub the conductor book on Baz, which was also really fantastic. And then most recently, um, I actually got to do Cobb by Cirque. I played my that last show there yesterday. Really? Yeah. What do you do? Because I've never... Mm-hmm. Keyboards. Oh, Yeah, oh, so okay. keyboards. So I do, like, a lot of kind of random singer-songwriting... Not singer-songwriter gigs, but I do a lot of gigs where I'm, like, playing piano in the corners. People are getting very drunk. But... Yeah. <laughs> and then I get to do the cool shows, too. Yeah. Um, like, I work at Don't Tell Mamas. Have you ever been there? No. It's this piano bar um, right up the street. And I work there on Sundays. Downtown? Yeah, downtown. Right by the Griffin. Uh, right by the Griffin in La Comida. Oh, okay. In La Thai. Oh, oh, oh. Um, so pretty close to here. Yeah. And so I do a lot of kind of little gigs like that where I'm just sort of there playing pop tunes. Yeah. Things like I that. I feel and like you I, do it all. I, I get to do a lot. It's yeah. A lot of fun. Yeah, so I've gotten to do that and then a lot of the shows, which is pretty amazing. So. Yeah. yeah. I would say the first time, I haven't seen you perform live. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of like things I was just talking to Jen here from Ferguson, yeah, saying that because you just played at the most recent March uh, Market in the Alley. Yeah, I played at Market in the yeah. Alley, and I saw like stories of you playing. Uh-huh. I was planning to come that day, and I was yeah. like, no, yeah. I'm missing it. Yeah, no, it's funny. And then too, Jen, she came into Don't Tell Mama that night. It was so, yeah, it was she so me. much fun. I was like, hey, I just saw you. Yeah, it's uh, really cool that you're very involved with downtown and yeah being able to play at so many different venues. Yeah, it's, I'm just so blessed that I'm able to do it and that people, you know, that Ferguson's and Jen and everybody who organizes it puts on Mark in the alley. Yeah. You know, so it's cool to have the option to do all these things. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, maybe it's just because I'm, you know, more present now and I'm like a young adult, but it seems like it's, it wasn't this way a few years ago, you know, like so many people are working to make this community a thing that you want to be a part of. Exactly. You know, it, it just, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of cool things that are happening yeah. in the future. Which it's exciting. Will yeah. really, I think, put downtown on the map. Yeah. I Even more so. so. Yeah, 100%. I think it's, uh, 
just wherever you have people that are happy in what they're doing and then putting that energy back into the community, yeah, it, it shows. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a good thing here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I can go on for hours about how much I love it. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's And then you, too, because having just moved here, right? So it's yeah. sort of that different perspective. And mm-hmm. That's why I always yeah. ask, because I'm like, what was, like, I can't envision it, because I just moved here a year ago now. Yeah. I'm like, what was that even like? I can't even imagine nothing really being here, because a lot of time, if you go a little bit farther down Fremont, you mm-hmm. can see some of the hotels and motels that aren't as done up, and yeah. that's all I kind of have reference of mm-hmm. maybe what this, what it used to be, so yeah. it's so interesting to hear the growth and like what people are doing and putting into it 100 percent. yeah it's it's a beautiful thing very much so yes yeah i love it it really makes me so happy yeah yeah so obviously you do play at a lot of local venues Mm. do you play like do you go gig elsewhere like out of state that's one of the future goals okay so that's kind of you know one of the things that i've been working on and um it's a whole different world. Yeah. You know, because songwriting is relatively new to me, and so I've sort of, you know, got got the EP out now and sort of know how to do the recordings and know how to do that. And then um, I'm currently sort of trying to figure out that other a- aspect of, you know, yeah. how to tour, how to tour, you know, in a way that's... In a way where you really kind of get your music out and you're not just sort of going places blindly so yeah that's sort of the next the next chapter i couldn't even imagine the logistics behind that it's yeah i um i sort of was trying to to do a little bit more of of that in january and in february and trying to plan and you just get rejected so much really yeah well yeah because people and especially me at this point and it'll it'll have to change but you know currently i'm I manage myself and, you know, I don't have a booking agent and it's totally understandable. People don't want to respond to you if they don't know you. Sure. They yeah. don't know, like, you know, nobody can vouch for you. So you get a lot of non-responses or a lot of, uh, you know, no, thank you. Thank you. But no, thank you. <laughs> kind of like applying to jobs. It seems like <laughs> very much. Yeah. Like applying to applying to so many jobs, none of whom are even slightly interested in you. Um, <laughs> it's an interesting world. Yeah. So that's yeah. the next thing. Yeah, it's kind of touring and starting to get, just traveling. Yeah. That's what I'm interested in right now is traveling. Yeah. Well, going yeah. into uh, that, I know you have some exciting things that you're doing Yeah. very soon. Mm-hmm. So can we talk about those? <laughs> Next Tuesday. I fly to Holland on Tuesday. It's crazy. Oh, it's Tuesday? It's the t- Tuesday the 27th. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why, because, um, you know, we were, were supposed to meet last week and I've been sort of trying to get things in order for when I go. Yeah. Um, because I'm realize, still going like, to be releasing music, you know. Yeah. So we've been recording, um, and we have actually, me, me, we being myself in the band, because um, I work with a lot of amazing musicians. Renato Elliott plays the drums. Abe Gamorian plays the bass. Sam Lemos, um, he plays the synth, and he does a lot of the production with me. Mm-hmm. And Sean Carbone also uh, plays guitar. So we've all been kind of trying to get things ready so I can you know, the band can be releasing stuff when I fall off the face of the earth for six months. But just for six months. Um, see, now now it's recorded. Now if I, like, become a cruise ship musician and yeah, right. on a ship for the next 20 years, <laughs> you guys could be like, you said what? you wouldn't do it. Yeah, right. Whatever happened to Halsey? <laughs> yeah. She disappeared. Bring her back. <laughs> <laughs> She's, nobody knows where she is. Um, 
Yeah, but I'll be playing Jersey Boys on a ship. So uh, the Broadway the Broadway team is putting Jersey Boys on Norwegian Cruise Lines. And I got recommended for it. And it just seemed right. So wow. going to be doing that for six months. Yeah. That's crazy. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. I'm so excited, though. Yeah. yeah. So excited. Yeah. So you said you got recommended. So did, like... Mm-hmm somebody just like email somebody over at Norway to be like hey check out this girl yeah it was um it's really cool because I've always been sort of apprehensive about doing cruise ship gigs um and I, I never really would have sought it out but I just got an email one day from my friend Angela Chan who's fantastic human keyboardist pianist um she works over at La Rev. okay and um she said hey you might be interested in this and she shot me the thing the you know the call, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, I'll never get it. And so I sent in resume, whatever they were asking for, and like immediately got an email back because they were looking for somebody. And I already know the chair, and they knew that. And um, I was being such an idiot. I was like, uh, they uh, sent it, sent me, you know, play this video, play this music, and then, you know, get it back to as soon as we can. Mm-hmm. And I was like getting ready to go on a date or something and I was like I really gotta I gotta make sure I'm on time for this date <laughs> and I uh, made this really quick video because I was on time to that date I'll have you know <laughs> and I got it yeah so just wow. one of those things that it's like okay yeah 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 the universe is telling you that's what you needed to be doing right yeah the universe it was it was meant to be and it was odd too because I, I knew that I wanted to travel and, and I, I had that sort of intention and then mm-hmm. I think it was a few I had sort of a, a really interesting conversation with some some friends and some colleagues that I really respect and came out of it knowing that I had to do something and then yeah. a few weeks later that sort of happened you know which is a, a cool to say the least yeah what yeah. an amazing experience that's gonna be oh my I'm so excited. Yeah. It's like I'm excited and terrified, but mostly excited. That's when you, you know? know, though, when something, like, you're meant to do something. Yeah. I've heard you should, like, at least have, like, a 50-50 split. Like, you should be equally oh, as there. nervous as excited, and okay. then you know that's something you should be doing. Yeah, perfect. Then I, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it'll be good, too, because, like I mentioned, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm doing it for a reason. I'll get to, to travel and all these things, and then after six months, I'm, I am... I made a deal with myself. I'm gonna, you know, get off and and do the next thing. So it'll be. There you fun. go. Yeah, that's awesome. So the music that yeah. you and your band are like prepping is that mm-hmm. gonna be a new EP or? Is... You know, I don't think it'll be an EP. I think it'll be singles probably. Okay. Um. So there's actually one that's ready to go. There's a, there's a video for it. we actually shot downtown. Oh, uh, cool. Just sort of walking around. Yeah. And so that's gonna release in April. It's a song called You. Um, not positive of the date yet because I've been uh, trying to plan everything. So, sure, you know. yeah. But yeah, and then we we recorded just last week a song called Static and a song called Fall In. Very and cool. those are going to be releasing, you know, when I'm away. We also did this cool house show. Uh, <laughs> we did this cool house show. I love how I discovered it like that. But anyways, <laughs> we did a house show at my place, my roommate, uh, Kaylee Foster and I. Um, and luckily I have a friend, Nick Lopez, who is a really great filmer, mm-hmm. videographer, and he shot it. So we'll have like oh, a bunch of really kind of cool neat. little things to be releasing. Yeah. yeah. That's so, awesome. I yeah. would love to know what is your inspiration behind your music and your music videos? Uh, music, m- music, I'll be a bit boring. I mean, I, I went through a, a interesting breakup and that definitely did inspire a lot. Um, 
I, uh, but the songs, they, they come from a lot. Like I have a song I wrote just about that feeling of having too much to do. So not wanting to do anything. I can relate. Right. Where you just like <laughs> do too much and then all of a sudden, um, you know, but I've, I've written songs about, it's all things that I'm kind of feeling in the present yeah. moment, you yeah. know, it's very therapeutic for me. Um, I think that's like that's why music and songwriting is such a wonderful thing because yeah. you know the more authentic you are, I think the more relatable it is. Yeah, and then it becomes therapeutic uh, for you. Yeah, it's like you can live, you can live and write this out, and you know it's your like therapy session. I don't know what I would do without it, honestly. Because <laughs> yeah. like even even having that outlet, I uh, because most of my writing has been in the past two years, and it has been a really it's been a great two years. I've grown a lot. Yeah, and um, the songwriting is definitely sort of allowed me to be a little bit more sane mm-hmm. and I say a little bit because <laughs> you know I've definitely lost my shit a few times but it is it's been so great to have those nights when you're um when it's just everything seems like it's wrong and you're by yourself and you just don't know what to do and for me it's like I can go to my keyboard and just press record and get something out mm-hmm. you know so I don't do something else stupid you know yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah it's yeah I will never be one of those people that's like I'm gonna write a song today and then write a song yeah. I just not not that doesn't yet seem like the flow for most at least the most people that I've talked to that's not really how it works <laughs> yeah it doesn't it I mean you can definitely there's something to be said for getting yourself to your keyboard every day and like trying and mm-hmm. if, if something is right going with it and sort of learning how to stay in the moment and finish songs because mm-hmm. that's another thing too is it's so easy to be like oh this is shit and then like sure and not show anybody or not give it a chance but I feel like most times I think I've written something awful I mean sometimes it's awful but you know you go back to it a few days later and chances are there's something in it yeah you know so it's yeah I totally went on a tangent. I don't even know what your question was anymore. I'm like, I don't know what I was trying to say. Yeah, that. no, just like <laughs> yeah. um, going back to the fact that like music writing can be really therapeutic oh, and just kind of hashing so... things out. But mm. the interesting thing um, that you just mentioned, like making sure you go back to it and like yeah. picking out what you know can be a key idea. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm a non-musician, but I can see how that's so relatable for everything, yeah. for anybody. It's oh, like, 100%. even if you're just writing down, like, a to-do list or, like, something to organize you. Yeah. Or, I don't know, say you have some, like, crazy, like, thought while you're sleeping and you just write it down. You're like, yeah. it's not trash, just, like, go back to it, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> it's like if, I mean, if you're really judging something is I feel like most of the time if you just give it a few days just yeah. give yourself a break Cause, settle exactly because I'm sure with a lot of things with songwriting I mean you're sitting there for how many minutes or hours but you're putting a lot into it right and it's really hard to see it clearly um in that moment I feel like you really kind of have to step back and get away I mean do something completely different and yeah. then sort of go back to it in a few days and really take a look at it maybe it's good and if it's not quite you know, chances are something's there. Yeah. You know, if you just sort of trust yourself enough to give it a chance. Yeah. That seems like some really great advice. Mm-hmm. What is some other tips or words of advice that you would want to give to other young female uh, aspiring musicians yeah. or uh, artists? Um, I think just to... Um, to to not be afraid of 
maybe looking a fool to not do things based on what you think you can do, mm-hmm. but instead being doing things based on who you want to be. So taking, if it's like a musician, you know, taking the gigs that scare you that you don't necessarily think you can do and just putting your all into it. Mm-hmm. And chances are you'll, you'll find what you need to make that happen. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and just, just trusting yourself enough to, just trusting yourself enough to do it. You know, because I feel like so many people don't even try. And especially, yeah. I think this, there's this tendency with females to... Um, <laughs> that, that sounded very strange. But there's a tendency with women, especially like younger women, myself included, to judge ourselves a little more harshly or think that maybe we can't do it or this need to apologize yeah. for, for being good at what you do. <sighs> Fuck it. You know, it's... So I guess, yeah, my advice would be, you know, do the things that scare you like you said there's that sort of terror and that excitement like it's all there and then like routine you know how important especially for myself like routines are huge Mm -hmm. like every day working actively on what you want to happen like knowing what those goals are and being aware of your goals and being aware of the fact that they will change and making sure every day that you are working in pursuit of that um. yeah I think it's especially in well in any city I think it's very easy to get sidetracked by the short term mm-hmm. so you know reminding yourself that uh, reminding yourself that you're working towards something specific and sort of keeping motivated and all that good stuff yeah yeah I think that's huge definitely I love that yeah but I yeah, I feel like that topic of conversation has come up quite a few times with mm. with certain guests, so I, I definitely, I resonate with that, and I think it's really valid. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's interesting for sure. Yeah, we could go on a whole tangent on that. Right, yeah, yeah. But um, I would love to start asking you some fun questions. Ooh, so, yes. okay. yeah, as we wrap up, I love to ask every guest three questions. Okay. So, for people who have never been to Vegas or they've only been here because of the strip, yeah, what would you want them to know about Vegas? Uh, the nature around here, like Red Rock, would be my biggest thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's just so much beauty around Vegas that I think people ignore. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you just that's one of the best climbing destinations in the world. Oh, people yeah. go from all over to be at Red Rock. So, yeah, I think just that idea of getting outside you know, enjoying the desert because it's amazing what we have here outside the city. Maybe not, like, in the middle of summer. (laughs) Perhaps not. Yeah, perhaps wait until the fall. Or go early morning in summer. (laughs) There's early morning hikes, though, seriously. Like, if if you can find it in yourself to get up at 5 a.m. and go out to Red Rock and, like, watch the sunrise, it's the most beautiful thing. That sounds amazing. And when the sun has risen, however... And it's July. You probably want to go find a pool. You better go hike <laughs> out of there. Yeah, you better get your ass. <laughs> get your ass home. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but I guess for, since you've played at so many different venues here mm-hmm. downtown, is there any recommendations, like, if they have time to, like, yeah. where you would recommend for them to go? I mean, Bunkhouse Saloon always has great shows. Velveteen Rabbit always mm-hmm. has um, great shows and and they're great because you know they do all the cool drinks you can just feel so fancy and awesome <laughs> when you're there uh rebar is always really fun 
uh, don't tell mama if you want to go to a piano bar and get a little bit uh, buck wild. I don't know what it is about piano bars. People go nuts, though. It's... Is there a few in town, or is that, like, really the only one? That's, like, there are a lot of dueling piano things, but that's the main, um, that's the main just piano bar, piano bar. I'm gonna have to check it out, because I didn't really even know there was piano bars down here. Dude, go with Jen. (laughs) Yes! You'd be like, hey, lady date, let's do this. I love it. Mm -hmm. Jen, we're gonna have to do that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, please. Yeah, it's so much fun. That's great. So, when you, uh, have some downtime, and, um you are able to hang out with friends or go out on hikes um or like places to eat where do you like to go what do you like to do uh i really love yoga there's this place called moto yoga that i love to go to whenever i can i really like climbing and there's this place called refuge so same thing i'll sort of i try to do physical things because i get really antsy yeah and especially being a musician you sit all day so yeah i love to do that um i am totally book obsessed so whenever i can find time to read and if I'm feel like, ever feeling really anxious, I go to the writer's block, which I'm sure you've heard of. Yes, I'm there all the time. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I like I love it. I go to their book clubs and stuff too. My friend, okay. my friend and oh, I. That's cool. Yeah, but so if I'm ever feeling anxious, I'll kind of go up to writer's block. Um, there's this really good food place, the Sarepas place. Have you ever been there, Viva Las Sarepas? No, where's that? Best like there are these Venezuela, Venezuelan style sandwiches, and it's on Las Vegas Boulevard in Oki. Right oh, by is that near the art district? That's art district. Right? It's art district. Yeah, I passed it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like right across from the OG strip club, or what used to be the OG oh, strip club. Oh yeah, yeah. So that place is great, and there's this really good frozen custard place, like right across the street from it. Uh huh. That's been there since like a really long time. They do this homemade custard. It's called Lovitz. Okay. I yeah, I which is also really really good. I'm trying to think of other things. Whenever people ask me to think of things, I forget without question. Oh, yeah. Well, there's just so much. There's Yeah, there's so much here. There really is. Um, and then, of course, vegetation. I go to vegetation, like, all the so time. So good. All the time. Yeah, it's a problem. Oh, and sushi burrito. Have you ever had a sushi burrito? No. There's this place on Sahara called Soho Sushi Burrito. I haven't heard of that one. I've heard of Job Burrito. Yeah, it's... So, they used to be sort of... Um, it was owned by the same guys, and then they split off. And oh. one of them became Job Burrito, and one of them is Soho Sushi Burrito. Oh, okay. Both Interesting. Really, both really delicious. Yeah. I, mean, I have to say, um, I'm still on the fence about, like, trying sushi with raw fish in it. I'm also a vegetarian, so that's why. Dude, I, like, um, I used to be a vegetarian vegan. Um, kind of had to change that for for reasons but um they do vegan options and it's actually what i get there oh cool yeah they do a bunch of vegan options i've never even tried the raw fish stuff okay yeah oh that's good to know it's really because they do it with seaweed yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's fantastic that and i don't know if the place that you go to has mochi but mochi is so good (sighs) i don't i don't think they do but mochi is delicious yes this danger right there (sighs) yeah absolute danger so good. <laughs> Just like, t- time to go get ice cream. Yeah, oh, anytime ice cream can be involved, it will be involved. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, People so are like, good. why and how can you consume that much ice cream? Because it's delicious. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Do you need, a, yeah, do you need any more than that? <laughs> so, have you ever tried it? I mean, <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's so, so funny. And then lastly, where can people find you, keep up with you on like social and find your music? Yeah, that'll that'll be important with me yeah. disappearing for a little bit. But um I go by Halsey Harkins, so uh Instagram and Facebook it's under Halsey Harkins Music. I also have a website, Halseyharkins.com. Okay. 
uh, H-A-L-S-E-Y, H-A-R-K-I-N-S. Um, so yeah, I, I like keep all that stuff updated on the YouTube channel as well. Um, it'll be interesting to sort of see how this, it works with me being, you know, kind of gone and not having the best internet access, but I'll definitely be posting a lot of my Instagram and, you know, I've set it up with my band. They're going to release stuff whether or not I can get to a computer. So there'll be stuff coming out. Awesome. Yeah. So people have a lot of things to look forward to from you. Yeah. Finger, fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. It'll be a, hopefully everybody likes it, but super proud of what we've been doing. And then, you know, going to be using this sort of experience on the ship to, to travel and see everything, but also just to write Yeah. and to really kind of focus in. And it's like, I got my keyboard, I got my books, I've got uh, my computer and I'm just going to sort of, yeah go a little bit into hermit mode for the next six months and just see what happens. Well, yeah. yeah. Even being able to, like, be, well, one, on the ocean, two, in, like, different yeah. country, like, uh-huh. I can only imagine what cool things will come from that. Yeah. It's going to be exciting, because I've never been outside the U.S. So. Oh, really? Yeah. I, you know, I've had my passport for a few years, just sort of having it there ready, mm-hmm. and then the beginning of this year, it's just, you know, like, I'm, I need to travel, and then boom. There you go. Yeah. Thank you, universe. <laughs> Seriously. It's, it's amazing what happens when you're open to it. Yeah. It really is. Well, that's yeah. really cool. I'm so excited to see what you have coming out Thank and you. then where the, uh, where this goes for you. Yeah. It'll be a, an adventure for sure, but I shall be, you know, back in September and then see what the hell happens from there. Yeah. Yeah. So excited. Well, thank you so much, Halsey. This has been a lot of fun. I'm glad that we finally had time to sit down and talk and meet each other. <laughs> yes, thank you so much for having me. It's, I love the podcast, and it's really cool to be, you know, to, to speak with you and just to to have a podcast that's about the Vegas that's a little bit more hidden, you know. So yeah. Thank you. Cool yeah. <laughs>